season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. the J-Care Podcast. My name is Jace Wriggling and I'm the host. Today we continue the Texas Baseball Series with week three of the series. Today we have DBU signee, as in Dallas Baptist, 2022 signee. We got Joey Nair on the show, Wisconsin native, going to Texas here next fall um, to go play some college baseball. Today on the podcast we discuss uh, the travel from Wisconsin to Texas. It's actually a lot farther than what you would think. Uh, pretty surprised me here when he had when he talked about it on the podcast. Also talk about his personal scouting report, talk about the PBR Futures game, um, the Cubs scout team that he was a part of for a little bit, also the St. Louis Pirates. Uh, just dig into his whole career so far and much more. Uh, so let's dig into that interview. And welcome back to the J-Care Podcast. Today we have one of the top prospects in Wisconsin for the class of 2022 we got Dallas Baptist baseball signee jo- Joey Narrett on the show. Joey, super pumped to get you on the show, man. How are you doing today? Good, Jace. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, of course. Uh, so I'm doing this little Texas baseball series, having a lot of guys from the state of Texas or guys committed to uh, Texas baseball schools. Obviously, Dallas Baptist, one of the best baseball programs in the nation right now. Um, so let's just dig into the interview. One question I always like to ask everybody as soon as they get on the show is for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Joey? Um, I'm a center fielder from the state of Wisconsin. Um, I come from a smaller school, but I work my tail off every day to be the best baseball player I can be. And I just have some of the best work ethic that comes around for any ball player. And I just get after it. And I'm just looking forward to my future as a baseball player. And I just look forward to what um, God has in store for my plan. So, so let's talk about that work ethic you talk about there. So um, obviously, like you said, you have a great work ethic. So how do you think that was developed over time as a kid and just growing up in your baseball career? Um, yeah, ever since I was a little boy, I mean, I had the dream of someday becoming a baseball player, a very successful athlete. And I carried that along with my father, who also played uh, college baseball in the state of Wisconsin. And um, ever since I was a middle school through high schooler, I've been in the weight room every day almost. And you know, dedicated to my swing and getting better every single day. Every day is a privilege to have, and I just look forward to getting better and, and just working on my game every day. So, All right, so let's dig into your recruiting process a little bit. Obviously, recruiting processes are different for every every athlete. It all starts at a different time. So let's dig into yours a little bit. How did that recruiting process start for you, and when did those D1 teams start to notice uh, you playing ball? Yeah, so – um. I th- it was 2020, the year 2020 summer, and uh, so it was my sophomore summer, and I was getting heavily recruited after that season with uh, travel ball, and I went to the PBR Future Games, and uh, I was able to do well in front of many scouts there. I was able to trim up my 60 time that I've been that I worked hard at, and then uh, in the first game I went two for two with a single and a triple that almost went out dead center. And I think that kind of was the exclamation point for uh, my performance there. 
And after that, um, really started getting a lot of calls from Division One schools, and I was able to narrow it down. And then um, Dallas Baptist had a lot of phone calls with them previously as well, and I was just able to really make a d- distinct decision after that point. Okay, so who are some of those other D? So obviously Dallas Baptist, but who are some of those other teams that started to reach out to you after the PBR Futures game? Um, yeah, Wichita State and Kent State were heavily recruiting me at the time as well. And then along with Dallas Baptist, I've been, they were all um, contacting me bef- before the future games even, and then heavily after that. And those were my top three schools that I narrowed down to. So what were those initial conversations like with those three schools? And how did, overall, how did Dallas Baptist stand out to you to where you ended up choosing them to go to school? Yeah, there were all schools that I was very interested in. I mean, all of them speak for themselves. They have great ball clubs and a very successful program. But uh, Dallas Baptist really stood out to me because um, just their work ethic. And I really felt a close connection with all the coaches that I was getting recruited by. And it just really, I felt matched the kind of work ethic that, I, um, that I'm used to. And it also came from a faith-driven uh, college. And I also took that into mind as well. And I found that as a very important aspect um, for me in a school that I really wanted to be at. So were you able were you able to take were you able to take visits to all three schools during your process or did COVID COVID kind of limit that? Yeah, COVID kind of limit that, so I wasn't actually able to. But um, the coaches all sent like uh, PowerPoint slides and was able to send drone videos of uh, pictures of all their facilities and whatnot. And um, so yeah, that kind of gave me a better look at what uh, all the. Um, facilities looked like and the campus life looked like. So that helped as well. So have you been to Dallas before or are you going to be going there this fall for the first time? Yeah, I've been to Dallas actually twice. I went um, after I committed there once and then this past uh, this past March I went or February I went for my official visit. So overall, what, what were those visits like for you? Can you kind of take us through the process of how those visits went? Uh, just day by day for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my official visit, it was a lot a lot better. Um, I was able to watch the game. Um, they played Sam Houston. I was able to watch that entire game. And then after, the coaching staff actually took me around the whole facility and um, sat me down. We were able to talk and really connect. And then uh, after I was able to see all the facility and what it was like, um, we had a dinner that night and we were able to talk some more and just – it was a really good time. And then um, the next day, because I was there for a weekend um, series, the next day I we watched the another game. And then, uh, well, actually the game was canceled due to rain. So I was able to see actually a practice. And, um, yeah, Coach uh, Dan Hefner was able to take me around and um, show me just uh, just a taste of what they do there and just how they get after it. Um, so all their hitting and all their defensive work. And then, um, then we went out to eat again as well with some of the players, um, Cliff Pennington, the assistant coach, and then Dan Hefner was there as well. And it was just really nice to have, you know, casual talk with them. It was really great. I felt a good connection with them. Um, later on in the evening, I actually was able to go back to campus with the players that some of the players that came out to eat with us as well. And so I was just able to get a really good look at what, um, a student athlete's life looks like um, on uh, game day night and how they just go home and go to their townhouses and 
just what a life looks like in a student at Dallas Baptist. So it was very nice. So heading there this fall, do you know what you're going to be studying once you head there and start your uh, collegiate career? Yeah, I will be uh, majoring in sports management. Okay, so what what's got you interested in sports management? Um, I was really interested in, well, obviously I I uh, I take I work out a lot and I'm really interested in the human body, so I'm interested in um, a kinesiology field as well, and I would I'm very interested as well in um, coaching one day, and I just want to be around the sport of baseball as long as I can, so that really um caught my interest in sports management and being around baseball in that way. So, so being from the state of Wisconsin, obviously Wisconsin, Texas are on the completely opposite sides of each other, just in terms of uh, the United States. So what's that travel like? Um, how far is the airport from where you're at? And then how long is that uh, flight to Dallas? Yeah. Um, the airport from my house is about two hours away in Milwaukee. And then the flight is 16 hours to Dallas. How long? 16 hours 16 hour flight yep whoa okay so i'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take it as if your parents probably won't be making it uh to games sometimes in the in the spring yeah yeah probably not everyone yeah man that's 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 a crazy flight man that's that's crazy um yeah. but do you do you have any other uh pre-existing relationships with any other guys who are committed to dbu um, yeah, I was able to um, talk to a couple of players on my official visit, and uh, one kid was actually from Minnesota, and so we had, we had a lot in common. It was really nice to chat with someone around, and um, a couple other guys that have been committed there, I've been able to talk to and just start uh, to form a, a bond, so that was nice as well. Yeah, so being from Wisconsin, are you a, are you a Brewers fan? Yep, Absolutely. Okay, so you're not you're not you're not about the Twins or about the Cubs, anything like that. Just strictly Brewers. Yep, strictly Brewers. Okay, you you head to Miller, well, not Miller Park, but whatever. It's American Family Insurance, I think. Whatever, however they renamed it, you go there quite often. Yeah, I try to get to at least a couple games a year, about about three or four. Yeah, and is that you said two hour drive from you? Yep, roughly okay. two hours. Yep. Okay, so let's dig into your. So obviously, this is your final high school baseball season. So let's dig into that a little bit. Obviously, before we started recording, you guys said you're four and zero. So, what's the what's the goals here for this upcoming season? Um, well, I mean, we have a really good ball club this year. Um, I think we have the best ball club that I've ever been a part with of any level that I've experienced. And you know, I'm just hopefully that we can stick together and keep having success. And I really think that uh, we have a chance at the state title this year. So how does how does that work in Wisconsin? Is there does everyone make the state tournament, or do you have to have a certain record to make it into the tournament play? Yeah, uh, every team is in playoffs, and then it gets um, seeded down from there, and you have to keep winning rounds of playoffs until you make it to state. Okay, so do you play? Are you usually playing schools in your area, or is it schools that are more like your school size? Yeah, it's so. Um, my school is division three, so it's all schools, my size, it goes, well, it starts out as a region. So if you win your regional and then it moves on to sectionals. And so then we, yeah, we'll be playing schools, all of our size in the division three caliber. Okay. All right. Um, so obviously I I was looking into you a little bit. looks like you play for the St. Louis pirates. Mm -hmm. So how, um, how long have you been playing for them? When did you get connected with them? Um, yeah, so I played with them only for the, um Jupiter Florida tournament last year I was able to play um 
they came to a couple of my games and my uh, one of my coaches for my travel team when I was at when I was playing for GRB Rays was able to connect me with their coach. So and they needed a couple of extra guys to head down there with them. And I was luckily enough um, to be one of those guys that was able to be a part of that team. Okay, so you say GRB Rays. Is that your initial travel ball team that you generally did play for? Um, no, my initial team was actually Caviani baseball training, CBT, but then I moved on to GRB last fall. Okay. So how many travel ball teams have you played for throughout your career? Uh, three. I played Legion my freshman year and then sophomore year I played with CBT and then my junior year with, uh, GRB. Okay. All right, so also, uh, before, uh, a little earlier, you mentioned that you're playing in the PBR Futures game. That's how your recruiting process started. So can you kind of take us through that experience, how you got um, – I believe that Futures game, that's like a like people select you to play in that, correct? Yeah, correct. So uh, can you kind of take us through that experience and uh, just some of your favorite memories from that time you are in the PBR Futures game? Yeah, so, um, so I got selected on the Midwest um, – Midwest team, Midwest select, they're called. And so I got, I uh, played in a PBR tournament and I was able to do really well. I think I went seven for eight. And uh, then I got an email saying that I'd been selected to the PBR future games. And it was just, I was very honored to be selected. I know that's a very big tournament for many kids. And I was very privileged to be able to be a part of that team. And uh, so, yeah, that was held in Milwaukee. So it was close to home. It wasn't in, in Georgia because I, think of think COVID they moved it to Milwaukee and so yeah I, I went there and um, <clears throat> I focused on my speed because I knew my 60 needed to be trimmed down to a sub seven and I hadn't run a sub seven since then and I was able to able to run a six six nine two at the futures game so I know that was a good step in the right direction and um, I was very confident going in there and I was very humbled to be a part of that experience with all those other guys and um, everyone I I felt like I knew everyone on the team forever. And since we all started, we had, we all had a great bond and all the guys were so nice. And um, yeah, once game started, I was, uh, I was a bit intimidated, but I knew I just trusted my abilities at, uh, at the plate and I just hunted a fastball and um, my second at bat, I was able to connect on one and almost hit it out and, so yeah, I was very, uh, very fortunate. Yeah. So you've also gotten the chance to play with the Cubs scout team. So how exactly did that come about, and what was that experience like for you? Yeah, that was actually the Jupiter, um, Florida team. I don't. I think they, they started out as the Pittsburgh Pirates, but then switched to Cubs or somehow like that. And um, but yeah, that was a great experience. Um, in Jupiter, Florida, there's so many top prospects, and the pitching was just amazing and it was just a lot of fun it was highest level I've ever played at and um, it really gave, gave me a good look of what the next level of baseball looked like so so looking back at your travel ball days obviously they're, they're coming to an end I, I don't know if you're playing this summer or not but um, just looking back at your travel ball days what are probably some of your favorite memories if you had to choose a couple favorite stories just from playing summer ball playing travel ball and just throughout the recruiting process uh, yeah, favorite favorite memories is probably all the connections I've made through tournament teams and travel ball teams. I mean, I'm going to 
probably have some of the guys that I've played with at some of my weddings and I'm sure. And I've just made so many connections that I still talk to guys that I've played with since I was in, since I was in T-ball. And so I'm really fortunate to have all the connections I've made. I've made some very good friends and, um, I would definitely say that uh, the friendships I've made along the way have definitely been the best part of it. Yeah. So obviously, out of all those teams that you've played for, out of all of, out of, all of the relationships that you've built, who are probably some of the guys that you had the best bonds with? Um, I would say my first travel ball team, the Caviani baseball training team. Um, that was my first year of travel baseball, and I was kind of the new kid on the team. I was the quiet kid, and we were all from different areas of the state of Wisconsin and um, we all started out quiet and eventually as the season progressed, we all started to have things in common and really start to start winning games and the morale just boosted so much. And we all, and we all just clicked at the end of the year and now they're all some of my best friends that I still talk to today. So I would definitely say um, that year was the best year for my connections. With all friends. right. So, so let's let's dig into some of the on the field stuff. So obviously we talk a little bit off the field recruiting process, travel ball stuff like that. But let's just dig into your overall scouting report. So obviously you are a righty, you throw righty, but you hit lefty. So yep. how did that ever come about? Yeah, um, ever since I was a little boy, I've my dad says he's been focusing on me hitting lefty, and I think I started lefty, and um, yeah, it's always just been a mystery how I just bat lefty and throw right but it's always been a um a good thing to have I feel like it's one of my my bat my left-handed bat is one of my biggest tools now and um, my arms really progressed as well so I I just make it work very well very fortunate yeah so have you ever tried to switch be a switch hitter and try both righty and lefty um yeah I actually have and it's not as ugly as I thought it would be we actually started when we tried switch hitting when I was around, when I was in about 10U, 10U baseball. And it was, it was good. I had a couple at bats right-handed, but um, we, then we just kind of um, thought that the left side of the box was the best side for me. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's dig into your plate approach a little bit. So as you're heading to the batter's box about the face off against the pitcher, what's, what's going through your mind? What are you trying to do with each at bat? Um, yeah, so when I'm even before the at bat, I'm trying to get mentally prepared because I really believe that um, baseball in general is all is all is a game of mentality and just how confident you are and how intimidated you can make the pitcher and how you feel. And so before the at bat, I'm I'm thinking about what pitches I'm going to see. I'm thinking about how I can drive the ball. I'm feeling. I'm thinking about how. Um, how I can move the runners on base if there's that kind of situation. And um, so for me, when I'm in the box, I'm mostly, I'm looking for first pitch fastball, something I can drive. And um, for high school, I get a lot, I'm seeing a lot of off speed this year. So in high school, I look off speed a lot and I can just sit on breaking ball most of the times. and, And I'm usually a lot quick enough to recognize fastball and drive it. But yeah, I've I'm, I would say I'm a fastball hitter, but I mean, I'm starting to hit the curveball a lot more. And sometimes, whatever, no matter what you throw, I'm just gonna hit it hard wherever it is. So. Okay. So if you were a scout watching your game and you had to make a scouting report on just your overall defense offense, what would be your scouting report on yourself? 
would say that I'm a very fast and quick twitch guy that um, is going to run everything out, run out every every ground ball no matter what. And I just play the game with a lot of respect, and I play it hard at, at all times. All right. So, um, obviously, you've played good high school teams up, up there in Wisconsin, played for good travel teams going to Florida, Atlanta, all these different tournaments. Um, so, just looking back at it, who are probably some of the hardest pitchers that you've faced so far in your career? Um, I would say probably a kid on our team named Christian Opper. He's a left-handed thrower that uh, throws about 95 right now. And uh, <clears throat> I was able to have a couple at-bats before our season began last year, and he was one of the best pitchers I've easily seen. Okay, so is he, is he heading somewhere to go play college ball? Yeah, I believe he's going to the going to Juco, but I, I couldn't remember the name. Okay, all right. And then uh, another player I would like to mention is Mitch Voigt. He's uh, committed to Michigan. He's a very good two-way player. He was – every time we played him, he seemed pretty dominant, and he had a very good fastball and curveball. And I, th- I think he throws about low to mid-90s, and he really kept – he was able to keep me off balance most of my at-bats, so I really – credit him as well yeah so up there in wisconsin where you're at are there a lot of are there a lot of guys who are going to play college baseball or is there um like maybe a small bit of talent from where you're from um yeah where i'm from there's not many guys i mean i have i kind of have to go to madison area with my travel ball team to find a lot of talent but um i have one kid on my high school baseball team that's going to madison juco he's a very good player and, um, but yeah, I mean, my, our travel ball team for GRB Rays is very talented. That program just around the Madison area has amazing talent all through it. So a lot of guys going to college, playing college baseball down there. Very impressive. So, so with you going to DBU this fall, obviously you still got a little bit before you start head that way. Uh, what are probably some of the biggest things you're wanting to work on in your game um, before you head to campus? Yeah, um, I mean, every day I'm trying to get stronger. I'm trying to put on pounds so I can just be as big as possible and I don't have to worry about, um, you know, trying to compete for um, size with anyone. I just want to be as fast and as strong as possible every day and just keep building on that because I really I really believe that reflects in my game. It just seems like each year when I keep working, when I p- keep putting the work in, I just keep getting better results so I would say definitely keep working in the weight room keeping my head down and staying humble and working on my swing and working on all everything that needs to be worked on for offensively and defensively as well yeah so when you're in the gym when you're in the weight room what are you trying to focus on uh just strength wise yeah I uh, I mostly I usually do legs I focus on my lower half I um I really believe that I get all my power I generate my power from my legs and my swing and even when I throw the baseball, I mean, <clears throat> I have a lot of explosiveness and it comes from my legs as well. But um, I'm making sure I hit upper body as well to, um, you know, just stay strong everywhere. Yeah. So being from the state was state of Wisconsin, you might have already heard of this guy. But a guy that you might want to look up, his name's Andy Badochka. He owns Evolve Baseball Training. Maybe after the show, you might want to look him up. He d- he does a lot of good stuff. A lot of guys from Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana area. Great trainer, great stuff. Uh, might be a guy that you might be interested in looking into. 
But uh, we talked about the Brewers. Or we talked about the Brewers a little early on here in the podcast. But who are some pro guys that you like to model your game after? And for those guys that you do model your game after, what are the reasons for that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I like to study a lot of MLB players because they do it the best. Um, I would say Bryce Harper is a guy that I really like. I just really like his load. And I like how he uses his hips through the zone. And he's also a lefty like me that I can relate to. Um, other guys would be uh, Ken Griffey Jr. as well. I really like his swing. Um, I think he has very good mechanics and he has very great path with his bat. So those are two of the guys that I I definitely take um, mechanic teachings from. Okay. Most. All right. So let's let's move away from the baseball field here to end off the podcast. Obviously, we've talked about baseball enough. You're a great ball player. But let's let's talk about some other stuff. So when you're not playing baseball, what are some other passions that you have that you like to do with your free time? Yeah, um, I really love hunting. I mean, from Northwoods, um, I love hunting with my dad and a friend, so I do that a lot. Um, I love – I also um, have a hobby of playing the guitar too. I mean, I like – I've been playing the guitar for – probably a while actually learned um I actually got the thought of learning guitar from one of the guys that I played baseball with so that's another thing and um but yeah I really love spending time with friends and um you know just having fun and being a kid yeah so let's talk about that guitar for a second when did you start learning that yeah so I learned I started playing guitar about um I'd say six months ago and um, I got into that because there was a, um, a kid on our team that um, actually played guitar. He And I was always interested in playing it. And he actually showed me a video of some of the songs he was playing. And I just I just thought it was really cool. And um, at the time, I, my, I didn't have any, like, passions other than baseball. And I thought that, you know, I just should keep learning and just keep exploring new things. So I tried it. And ever since then, I've been kind of addicted to it. And just been one of my great passions of mine so yeah so when you're learning that guitar are you try are you trying to learn uh more country songs are you trying to learn like maybe some other types of music yeah uh mostly country songs i'm a big country guy okay who are your who are your favorite country artists uh probably johnny cash chris ledoux and uh garth brooks garth brooks is probably my favorite artist all right well hey that's a solid list right there man that's a solid list yeah um, so let's talk about hunting for a little bit. So is it deer hunting? What type of hunting is that that you're doing up there in Wisconsin? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, deer hunting. I bow hunt and rifle hunt and then turkey hunting and um, waterfowl. So like goose and ducks as well. Okay. All right. All right. So, I, Joey, I got one last question for you. Um, obviously, I'm a big NIL guy. I don't know if you looked into my profile at all before the interview, but I, I like learning about NIL. I love seeing college athletes make a little bit of money off their name, image, and likeness. With you heading to Dallas this fall, are there is there anything on your mind maybe as a possible brand that you'd love to work with or even something else you'd like to do just in terms of some NIL stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, I really – I just got these new gloves, uh, Bruce Bolt. I love that brand, and I love the gloves. I'm, I'm probably never going to wear any other gloves ever. And I just love the feel of them, and I really look forward to wearing more of them. So if there's one brand, it'd probably be Bruce Bolt. They're up and coming, and I really believe that they're some of the best batting gloves to ever be worn. Yeah, I I, I listen. Uh, I I follow Bruce Bolt now for a while. I like their stuff. I know Harrison Bader uses them. 
Oh, uh, what, yep. what's the what's the what's the difference there? So I don't really I obviously I quit playing baseball a couple of years ago. Now that I'm in school, or well, now that I'm in college, but what's that? What's that difference using Bruce Bolt batting gloves compared to maybe the Nike Under Armour that a lot of kids use? Yeah, so I so I think there's like there's different leather because when I grab a bat with like um, any other gloves and then I use a Bruce Bolt, the bat just feels a lot more comfortable in my hands. And it's got extra padding, you know, in the, um, like the thumb. So you don't feel as much sting, I would say. And, um, yeah, it's just a better overall feel. And I just feel comfortable with them. And I just feel like they've, they're the best. All right. All right. Well, Joey, that's all the questions I got for you. I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. I'm definitely going to be following your career once you head down to DBU. Um, I'm planning on heading to Texas sometime in the spring next year. So, Hopefully I'm able able to make it up to a game. So like I said, man, just thanks for coming on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And that's going to do it for another episode of the Texas Baseball Series. Another great episode here on the JKR Podcast. I would really like to thank Joey for coming on the show today. Really loved hearing his story, loved hearing about his career. Also really enjoyed hearing about uh, Bruce Bull and what, what makes that difference between those other big brands like Under Armour, Nike, Adidas. I mean, I never got the chance to use Bruce Bull. Never really heard of them until this past year. So um, you're going to keep hearing a lot of stuff about these guys. Um, Harrison Bader uses them. I know there's a couple other major leaguers that use them. Obviously, I mean, Joey's a huge fan, so I'm sure there's a lot of ball players that are huge fans of him. So I'm excited to see where they go from that. Um, anyway, still lots of tons of baseball content coming your way soon. I'm going to be slowing down just a little bit. Not a, not too much, but just a little bit. As I head into summer, I'll be working at my parents' bar uh, pretty much six, seven days a week. So uh, take not going to be doing like three, four episodes a week like I have been. Uh, but for any more updates on the podcast, make sure to follow our social media on Instagram, Twitter. It's going to be at JKR underscore podcast. Also, our website, that's going to be www.jkrpodcast.com. Um, if you like the show, give us a five-star rating you know, on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow social, uh, on Spotify. Uh, whatever you like to do to show the love. Um, but with that being said, I'll catch you guys for the next episode, and I hope to see you then. <laughs>